Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, something like... Friendly sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, all right, cool. Let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Friendly Sparring Podcast, the podcast where we accurately predict the fucking post-fight interview of the main event. What's up? What is What's up? up? Hey, man, check the tape, everyone. Check the we fucking did. tape, We checked the tape. My reaction to it <laughs> happening was me being like, check the tape, everyone. You got to check the tape. Did you, did you remember before I... Before yes. I text you in the moment, I, I literally had to stop myself and be like, wait, I was like, oh, my God, juice called that directly just right on the button. And it's, I it's thought like, about it because if, if you guys remember last week, I said it was inspired. Me saying that was inspired by Rhino was inspired by him calling his shot for that for that ending sequence. And as Derek was swarming for the finish, I was I was like. Is that what he called? I thought it might have been. I I didn't know. And I, I think on, on his show today he said it wasn't or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, or it may have just been us texting. But I was already thinking about it. So I was like, oh, let's see what he says. My man takes out his cup, throws it into the crowd. First of all, classic Derek Lewis. And yeah. then he gets on the mic. Bisping is like, why'd you throw your cup or whatever he said? Mm-hmm. Fucking Derek Lewis says, maybe it'll be an NFT. And I lose my shit. Yeah. Did you hear what he said in the post post fight? Not about his wife, but what he said. He, someone asked if the cup was hot. And he said, oh, yeah, it was hot. Because they were going to do, um, apparently the guy was supposed to be doing a shoey out of it. Oh, yeah. Even someone more said, like, like a cuppy or whatever. I was like. Yeah, cuppy. And then <laughs> he was like. The fucking he was, name. He oh, literally said, so gross. He goes, uh, yeah, it was hot. Uh, yeah, they got a hot latte. <laughs> yeah. Sick rose, but so the best. Um, guys. Oh, my God. The dude. final fight card <laughs> of 2021 was so great. Also, uh, that little recap video at the end of the of the fight uh, was great. I mean, they were just like they started it with Max. You know, they do all the everything that happened this year. Um, oh. they, they left out the real hero, which is uh, Michael Chandler being, um, uh, you know, father to black son, yeah, but they left that yeah. out, uh, which is the best part. Happy holidays to him. Um, but uh, but they showed him getting knocked out, so that was cool, anyway. Um, yeah, very cool, but uh, yeah, it made me realize like our, our recap episode is going to be we got a lot to think about, we got a lot of stuff to to fire off on and that's not this episode because we're going to be talking about the, the the last fight card of 2021 which was just so great i mean so, so all the, good dude aside the variance, from angela hill getting fucking robbed and one getting I, I text i text juice last uh last night and they said if that front kick didn't happen angela hill would have won the fight there's no doubt if that if that front rock kick didn't happen would have been fine yeah, Angela Hill would have won because she definitely won the fight. I, anyway, like here's the, here's the thing, dude. It was close enough that it's not terrible, right? That's fair. But thirty twenty seven for Amanda Lemos, inexcusable, right? 
Angela Hill dominated that second round. There's no fucking way a reasonable human being who knows the rules and knows the judging criteria could have given that round to Amanda Lemos. And then personally, I give her the third. If you yeah. gave Amanda Lemos the third, that's fine. You don't know fighting, but that's fine. I'm just kidding. But do it like it's it was clear 29-28 for Angela Hill for me. All right. Well, clear. since we since we don't, don't have any uh, questions on the, uh, I figured everyone was hungover. And no, we we have anything. a few. I, like I can't. I, I was telling Lee before. I was like, we have no questions. Exaggerating. We have a banger of a fucking question from Ryan. Oh, that's true. We have yeah. uh, a great DM question from Jimmy the Drunk as well, and I got a text from Philly MMA dude. Great. Okay, so we got three. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, those are going to be our three. There, there may be one. Decrons uh, said he was going to send one. You know, board last minute. Larry. Yeah, da- it may or may uh, not come. Dave also said that he might record one while he's at work to see if he can send it to us in time, nice. but we'll see. Uh, but let's go off with Wait, our, um, should we announce or do you want to wait till the end? I think the, end. uh, well, but we're already talking about it. now. We're already talking about now. So, uh, as you know, uh, the patrons and many of our listeners, we, we do, we've been doing a fight league, uh, for, um, for what, like six weeks uh, or, Seven weeks now. It, 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 coming on in seven. It just happened. So happened like by the time we got our, all our ducks in a row, there was seven fight cards left. I was yeah. just, I, I wanted a finite end. I was like, let's do it till the end of the year. And I, I didn't really count how many weeks. Um, but which um, at the end, of, yeah, at the end of the day, um, we, uh, you know, we, we got to the end and it was a pretty close race all the way up until the end. And our winner of the fight pick league, really funny is our really, really good friend and only other person that's ever hosted with us, Dave L. Dave L. Congratulations the to L Dave stands L. for legend. Yeah, the L stands for handing those out is what it stands for. I mean, goodness gracious. I, I When I saw his score from last night, I was like, man, he really clutched, like in the clutch, just clenched that 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 win. You know, um, you know what's amazing about it? There, there's two things that was like, this is so... First of all, I wanted to read the the, the whole results because we had some great performances from the rest of the patrons. Yeah. So it ended up being Dave L coming out on top with 655 points. And and for, for those of you who don't know, which would be pretty much the non-patrons, the the criteria was this. I wanted to, p- to pick the winner and method, not the round, yeah. not the round. Uh, because whenever I'm in a five-pick league and, and I have to pick the round, first of all, it's annoying. Second of all, I'm like, at that point, you're throwing darts at a board like that. I mean, I get it. Like if you're betting it, that matters. And there's like extra, you know, the lines are different if you're betting by round or whatever. And you do that. Mm-hmm. Sure. But when you're just like, you know, playing with friends and you're just making like, the predictions. Yeah. I'm like why? Yeah. Um. So, so that was that. And then if anyone had like, I, I made it a rule that if anyone Made their so so the three options were decision submission or KO slash TKO. You don't have to be specific about that one. Just anyone. Um, if anyone had picked via split decision, like if they said like, "Oh, Angela Hill is going to win by split decision," immediate disqualification, removed from the league. <laughs> removed from the league. Luckily, no one ever did that. Yeah, good. <laughs> and also, that was a joke. But also, yeah, I'm very not, good I, I would have been like, "Hey, man, don't fucking do that," because we you you know how I feel about it. Uh, but, uh, so it was five points for the, for the, um, just picking the winner correctly and an extra 10, if you got the method, right. Yeah. Um, and, and the method, like, let, let's say 
for example, using that uh, Amanda Hill, uh, sorry, Angela Hill, Amanda Lemos fight, if you pick decision, but you picked Angela, unfortunately, the official record says, uh, you know, Amanda won, so couldn't have given the points out. So you have to pick the correct winner and then an extra 10 if they got it right. Yeah, that, um, the way they won, yeah. So a, total, a possible 15 points per fight. My man Dave L clinched it out with um, 650 five points um, right behind him was the like this this guy uh was on top for most of the league he was killing it yeah and then dave L was like it was sort of I, the, actually the first week so the first week uh of the league i forgot to remind everyone they were picking the method and uh, everyone like most people just did the winner and i was like ah oh, i feel bad like i i could try to remind some people and then and they went back and fixed it but not enough people did i was like well just to be fair like let me just give everyone 15 points assuming mm-hmm. that you got it right i was just like let's be fair so yeah, as a base the first week dave l and david everett were tied for first mm-hmm. um it was awesome and i was like oh we got it so and then pretty much every week after that david Everett was on top Oh like, yeah, this guy was killing it. But but like some weeks, like well, you won once. We talked about it. like you were you were you're winning for one in terms of like per week, not overall. Yeah, um, obviously, yeah. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, but David, but David ever uh, got second place with six hundred thirty-five. Um, Callum, our boy Callum, got uh, third place with six hundred twenty. Sandy Pants, five ninety-five. She was killing. I, I think at one point she was number two overall. Um, there was a time. Jimmy the Drunk, five thirty-five. Pamela, five uh, four ninety-five. Uh, Leo, four fifty-five. What can I say? I'm the best. And then the 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 last four. Uh, well, the next three um, were like didn't post every week so they didn't have an opportunity like they did they did really well some weeks so um right. as you mentioned Tr- tricky dick uh ended up with 390 uh our girl filthy 310 and my boy t cross 265 mm-hmm. um and then not <laughs> i kept it in there just for fun so like uh the first week after he joined nobby buckles put his picks and then i was like oh man i feel bad because the league is almost over like there's only one more week um and uh but i was like i'll still give you your score so so he he ended up last week with only 40 because that was the one week that he played um but, <laughs> that's also still not a good number for that week it's not but it's also like it's fun so whatever and then <laughs> yeah, it's true we have to figure out the parameters leo and i already been talking the the prize gonna be different so it was always set from the beginning i, I, I said when we started this the winner is going to get to guests on the show. And since we did it for the end of the year, like let's just do our year end show whenever that is. Um, and, and so uh, Dave L is going to join us for our year end awards, which will be January 2nd, by the way, first yeah. week, of, first week of the new year, first weekend of the new year. Yeah. Um, super stoked to have him on. Love that guy. And, um, and then every now we had, we had a couple, not just uh, Nobby buckles, uh, but we had a, a couple of other patrons join sort of mid league. Uh, yeah, if you so will, mid-season. Ne- next year's going to be, we're going to come out swinging. We have a different prize in mind that we're still working on. It's not finalized, so I don't say anything, but um, you know, be and pretty that, nice. that's for patrons only. So if you want to participate, um, sign up on Patreon. Yeah, come on. Um, come join the best podcast no, Patreon no ever. No minimum tier for that. All tiers yeah. are welcome. We yeah, come join. Tiers. No, yeah, we only have two tiers. Come join. I don't care. I don't care if you don't want to listen anymore. Just come join. 
If yeah. our downloads go down yeah. or our patrons go up, don't care. Come winning. on. Yeah. Winning. Yeah. I don't care. But anyway, uh, last night's fight card started with a the great fight. King. Jojo, Jordan Levitt versus Matt Sales. My man, my man did what he does. Took him down. Got a fucking beautiful reverse triangle. Like, ooh, chef's kiss on that one. And then Jordan just won. He just yeah. won. Just Quite won. simply. That's it. He just won. Monkey King did out of there. It was great. Um, Dontail Mays versus Josh Parisian was our next fight. Uh, great fight. Yeah. Went all the way to the third round. Got that beautiful KO in the third round. And dude, we got to talk about the fucking the hip strikes, the ground and pound. Yeah, the ground and yeah, the groin strikes took him to fucking pound town. Yeah. Imagine being like <laughs> oh, for underneath that, by the way. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I love Josh. He is one of my like probably my Parisian. top five of favorite heavyweights like active currently. Um, yeah. Especially he was, yeah, he was on Rhino's show. He's into like a ton of nerd stuff. Not just like, like sometimes people are like, oh yeah, I'm a nerd. When I get home, I, I love to play Call of Duty. Bro, everyone fucking plays Call of Duty. Shut up. You're not a nerd. That's just a oh, video wow. game. Video games oh, are, everyone plays video games now. He's like, yeah, Magic the Gathering, uh, World of Warcraft. Like, man is a nerd and I love it. Um, yeah. Well, so I mean, he's he also loves having awesome. a penis in his face. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel bad. Like, imagine being like the, the first time in UFC history where fucking, or at least I, that I know of, or fucking groin strikes to the face are being used in the north-south position. Well, you know, kind of reminds me something that you would not also want to be in the ring for for the first time either, or in the in the cage for. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, groin strikes to the face, sh- little shit on your knee. What you tell me, guys? You t- groin strike to the face, a little bit of shit on your knee. I'll t- I'll take groin strike to the face any day. You can do that right now. Yeah, shit on my knee, shit, uh, someone else's shit anywhere on me. <laughs> Fucking. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, how in the hell did Felice Herring hey, maintain can I you, composure can, and profession? Can I ask you a question? You know, how you said yeah. the other day. You mean every day? You were thinking about it the other day, but no, you were thinking about it every day. Because I think about I, it every day. I think about it every day, but the other day I was specifically <laughs> thinking about also this. Also thinking about yeah. it. There's a, there was a time in the in the many days that I think about it <laughs> where I was like, how, how in the hell did Felice Herrig maintain composure? Wow. Because like sometimes things happen in a fight and you see like the, the opponent go, oh, come on. Like, what I, like That would be me. If I think oh, dude, I saw a little shit come out, I'd be like, time, like, <laughs> ref, what the fuck is going on? Also, how does the ref not know? Like, they made it, yeah, wave it off. They made a rule, there was a uh, a fight card recently where, uh, where some guy barfed. Like, he got, oh, yeah, yeah. he got hit with a liver shot or something and he barfed. Ref immediately waved off the fight. And that's what you do. And that's the rule. And I don't know if that was in place before then, but they definitely made it, I think they made it in place because of that fight. Some might say it's the Justine Kish rule. Yeah, some might say that. And she's going to come up a little bit later in the podcast. We'll get to that later. Uh, so anyways, Dante Mays, good job on those groin strikes. Uh, he just really, really 
went to town, um, almost won the fight from that, which I thought was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I know. And then like, I, he was on his way to a dominant decision. Like it, it was, and it was mostly grappling, which, which was right. something we haven't really seen from him. Uh, and it fucking worked. And, and I gotta say like hats off to him. Oh, here's what I wanted to say. Pants about, off to him. Yeah. Yeah. Pants off to him. Uh, here's what I want to say about Dave L winning. Uh, I, I, we already moved on from it, but I want to circle back to it quickly because there was two, there was two things that happened that were like, if these things didn't happen, it, like he may not have won, but like he, you know, you know, how I am about like, like picking with my heart. Like always, like I'm, I'm not going to just pick against one of my guys just because mm-hmm. I think it's a tough fight or the other guy's really good. Like, no, I have to be invested in it. I have to be picking my heart. Um, Dave L said he picked Mays by KO. And he said, in parentheses, probably won't happen, but he's a local guy. Got to support him. Bro, it fucking paid off in a big way. Yeah, man. If you wouldn't have got that one, you haven't got an extra 15 points. You would have only been five points away from Dave yeah. Everett. But you picked him and you got it. Mm. And good job to Dante Mays. Uh, sorry, Josh Parisian, yeah. for the for the head HIV you got. Um, let's <laughs> move on. <laughs> That's also assuming that Dante Mays. Yeah, you so. fucking making it. Anyway, just that yeah, terrible. But That's anyway. a fucking accusation, bro. That's yeah. not just like. <laughs> um, but speaking of which, Dante uh, Mays. Yeah. Oh wow. Wow. Uh, we're definitely I mean, getting canceled for this. Yeah, it is 2021, so we might as well just get canceled. No show yeah, next year, guys. Um, Raquel Pennington versus Macy Chazon. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Rocky came out tonight. I mean, they both did, to be honest Dude. with you. They were slanging and banging. Um, but, uh, yeah, what a, what a great that submission first win. That round was, was excellent. Yeah. Yeah, it, like, it had fire. It had potential to top the, the Angela Hill and um, – Yeah. If that had gone the distance, that 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 probably was going to be fight of the night. The way they were throwing, that was such a fucking crazy fight. Hats off to Macy for stepping up on short notice and saving this fight. Um, yeah. Kudos to, to to Raquel for accepting the fight after Macy missed weight, um, and then slapping on that ten finger choke. I tried to I tried to say like, okay, so I made this tweet, and I was like. Is that the first ten finger choke in the UFC in the in the women's divisions in the UFC? Mm-hmm. And and I and I said I was like maybe ever, but I gotta feel like it's happened at least once in the men's because there just have been so many fucking fights, right? And it's not that unique, but I, I've definitely never never seen it in a in a women's fight. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, "Yeah, maybe in the women's, but Ben Rothwell's been doing them." And I was like. Okay, but that was my point. Like I, I said, that's probably the first woman's one because there probably has been one. But then Ben Rothwell doesn't call his choke a ten finger choke; it's a go go choke. But anyway, it's called a what choke? Go go choke. Go go choke. Yeah. Huh. So go 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 is the like, Portuguese word for Adam's apple. Like ah. a go go like plata, the foot. Like pretend this is a foot. It like goes right under the neck there and kind of crushes it like this. Uh-huh. Uh, you heard that on the on the mic. Um, I did, yeah. That's what I call it, Gogo Plata. But um, he calls it a Gogo choke because of the way he fucking squeezes the Adam's apple or some shit. It's fucking savage. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, good on Rocky for doing that. Um, so anyway, uh, well, the next fight is my was my prelim pick of the night. Yes. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Charles Air Jordan is here to stay. Is brutal is violent is everything that you want him to be 
Um, and uh, amazing performance against uh, Yule. Uh, I also thought that <clears throat> I thought Yule did pretty good, but just yeah, it just was say... that yeah, just the the X factor of of uh, Jordan's like toughness and aggressive nature, especially at the end. Oh. I mean, when when Jordan yelled at Yule's face, I mean, like his eyes mm, got so job. wide. I was yeah. like, oh my god! And then when he was like just making sure, like he's like, come on, come on! And then at the very end, <gasps> do that that big so primal kick to the chest, just knocking Yule down. I mean, it was the such a Spartacus. great yeah. Such a great performance by him. He was on fire. And then to come to the microphone afterwards and say, I got a lot of stuff to work on. I'm not ready to go in, but I'm I'm de- I'm definitely showing you guys that I'm 100% here. And like, you got to love a humble fighter. You got to love someone that puts on a performance like that. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to keep going to the gym. I got to keep doing this stuff. I'm going to keep grinding this out, but I am legit. I'm going to start to become a lot more legit than you guys think. Um, so, I mean... Like I said, and, and also, oh. like, let's be happy that that Yule cut his mustache because in his promo looked like Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> I didn't notice that, bro. He looked just like Charlie Chaplin. That's why I said Charlie Chaplin looked motherfucker last night because he looked like Charlie Chaplin. He looks exactly like Charlie Chaplin, which is even weirder to think. Like. Not like oh, kind of because of the mustache. It was his his face shape even looks like Charlie Chaplin. So look up a picture of Andre uh, Andre Andre Yule, yeah, yeah, Andre Yule. Um, with uh, with that with his uh, Chaplin slash Hitler mustache, and he <laughs> Stop looks. It, dude. He look, dude. I gotta pull it up. <laughs> Hold on. Why are you doing that? Pretty... I actually wanted to to give him props because a yeah. He's coming up from Bantamweight, and I thought maybe he was going to look undersized or going to be undersized. He did not look undersized to me. Um, you know, I thought they were pretty similar in, in frame and build and everything. I thought he filled out at 145 nicely, so I'm glad he's not, like, depleting his body to get to 135 anymore. And, uh, the like, one of the last sequences of the fight, when when on you, – you got it? Yeah, I found um, it, yeah. When, yeah. when, when uh, Jordan – fucking landed that wheel kick on him and he just ate it yule that is i was like oh my god this motherfucker is tough so hats off to him a lesser man would have crumbled yeah hats off to to charlie chaplin right there (laughs) okay okay it does look like charlie chaplin it looks like he has a beard also, which is not Chaplin-y. Right, but the mustache. But the like, mustache, if you shop that and out. Eyes, yeah, yeah, like cheekbone and eyes and everything, he looks just like yeah. Charlie Chaplin. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Charles Jordan silenced him. Anyway, let's keep going. It's a stupid dad joke, but I am a dad, so. And uh, this would have been my pick if we weren't going to cover every fight. Fucking Melissa Gato beat the Breaks off that bitch, Sajar Eubanks. So Ladies great. and gentlemen, we are now fans of Sajar Eubanks on this podcast. Not only is she a fucking uh, abuser, uh, allegedly. We're still waiting on the details, whatever. We, but we all saw that video. It was pretty fucking, I don't know. It was uh, Also, uh, M- Melissa got a uh, primal scream at the very end of it as well. Like, I loved it. Fuck, I, I, yeah, dude. I was digging all of that stuff. It's so great. And just, I don't know. She's just a... Uh, tough as heck and yeah and i, and yeah. I gotta um 
But I got to share a story from from a friend of the podcast, uh, T Cross, my homie. And shout out to him, dude. On on Friday night, some people know this. I texted them, or, or I don't think I posted. I don't. I definitely didn't tweet about it. Um, but uh, I drove to Atlantic City on Friday. CFFC was in town. CFFC, uh, Cage Fury Fighting Championship, I believe is what it stands for. One of the more notable, um, like regional promotions, especially in the in the New England area, in this this area, <laughs> it's a big deal. Uh, a couple of fighters from my brother in law's gym were fighting on that card. I was like, great, let me go. I heard about it. I drove all the way down there, and as a matter of fact, like I just heard these dudes were fighting. I didn't know it was CFFC until I was like looking it up like when I was on the way or when I was like kind of parking. I was like, oh shit, CFFC. They were fucking sold out. <laughs> like I, I was trying to get info. I thought I could to could buy tickets at the door. I didn't know shit about this card. I just went. I felt so stupid. I was so mad. I drove it was like an hour and a half, but with like I took a detour to get food. It was ended up being like a two-hour drive. I was like, fucking two-hour drive to fucking t- and nothing. But but T Cross was there and uh <laughs> we were hanging out a little bit, so wanted to show him stuff. But bro, this fucking story he told me about Sajar Yubank blows my fucking mind. <clears throat> so he was uh he was down at uh at Catones where where she trains down in brick and um he was taking a round off. So whoever she was sparring with shot a double leg on her, took her down. And she starts screaming, get the fuck off of me. No one in the UFC is going to want to take me down. I'm not going to need to work off my back. Look what happened, Sarge. Melissa got to work that ass from the top position the fuck out of here dude yeah honestly she should be cut miss <laughs> habitual weight mister miss weight again today oh yeah now bye bye yeah see you sarge and hello bye. melissa gato hello melissa gato um speaking of another person missing weight but winning uh justin taffa hey uh, how about being the first and only heavyweight ever, ever miss weight miss in the weight. ufc I mean, Greg Hardy missed on his first attempt, his last fight, I think, or the, maybe the fight before, and then was allowed to re- re-weigh in, and he he made it. But, dude, imagine being the first. Uh, Mark Hunt came to Justin Toppa's defense and said that Brock Lesnar was the first. Okay, is that a thing? He said that, that Dana and them wanted to push the fight forward, so they just said, no, no, it doesn't matter. Oh, when Mark, be- when, when Mark Hunt fought Brock? Uh, I think so, yeah. Um, I don't know if it was when he... But that's one of the one of Brock's weigh-ins. Apparently, he's saying that, that Dana and... I'm going to look this up. Uh, and all the, the Fertitta brothers were like, yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> so, which I was like, hey, man, if at the end of the day, UFC just had the transition over for Brock Lesnar, like, you know, Brock was... Brock was really sorry. UFC was really banking off of Brock this entire time. Like a WWE superstar coming over was like the thing, um, you know, RIP CM Punk. But, um, you know, I just mean that, that that was like a big deal at the time. And um, 
So that was like a big, mm-hmm. you know, big draw. So they were like, oh, oh yeah, whatever. I, I believe it. That's what Mark Hunt's saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look that up. Interesting. But he he posted himself. He said like he's not just the tough is not the first. Like, but you know he was just kind of just he's saying. so misweight. Like I don't know. Like right, exactly. I think he was just saying like not the first. I think he was saying that the stat is wrong because technically it was Brock Lesnar. And I was like I Ma- kind of Mark believe Hunt it. is the fucking Karen who says they've done it before. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they've yeah. they've misweight yeah. before. Yeah, they've done it before. Yeah. Uh. But uh. Yeah. Justin Taffa just flatlined fucking Harry Huntsucker. Oh, um, dude. It was a, it was a brutal KO. Yeah, it was I mean, pretty hats bad. off to him, but make make weight, just do yeah. it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Don't even. I, I picked on sucker because Justin Tuffa missed weight. So there we are. Uh, there we fucking are. Uh, and how about GM three with the pulling it out at the uh, very end again? Dustin Stoltzfus. Stoltzfus. They made sure to say. And Stoltzfus looked pretty good. Oh, he was dude, looking he was really tough and beating the shit out of Merchard. I I tweeted this out. And it stands, it stands true. Gerald Mearshart is the middleweight Paul Craig. Gets his ass beat, and then we'll grab a submission when you're the least when you least expect it. Yeah, it was good. It was a good, it was a nasty choke, too. It was like really in yeah. deep. And I was and he looked really like in the second round, he on looked his birthday. so tired on his feet. I was like, is he about yeah. to get knocked out? And then when they moved to the ground, I was like, okay, like whatever. And then like all of a sudden he starts scrambling. I'm like, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> he just cinched that nick up and i was yeah. like all right fucking right i wonder i wonder if 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 stoltzfus had kept it on the feet if if he could have got it to knock out a hundred percent yeah dude i'm telling mershard looked pretty tired on that second in that second he was like really really it looked really super gassed i was like what's going on with mershard and then just pulled it out just got to the ground and got that choke and it was it was amazing um okay yeah, dude so now we're going to move on to the main event and mean main card main card event main card. Listen, guys, I didn't throw up at an I play America, a bunch of Merlot wine just so I could be right. Okay. So the main event that we were at main card main, I wasn't there that night. I'm drunk. <laughs> Bro. what? So many things are happening. Just really tired. You literally referenced my bachelor party. Like, that wasn't like fucking. That was fun. I cried at his bachelor party, ladies and gentlemen. Because I don't mind emotions. Yeah. I also slapped the shit out of my hand on speed of light. Yeah. That game. You're slaps. really good at that game. That game slaps. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you guys yeah, have never played that game, you slap while you're doing. Yeah, it. that game slaps for real. It really does. Um, and you know who else slaps and fucking hits hard? Cub Swanson. Goodness gracious. Mm. I mean, like. Well done. I mean, not engaging Elkins. Like he even what he had said at the end of the uh, first of all, crying at the end of his post fight uh, interview. So great about his family being there. Love it was it. so yeah. so wholesome, just beautiful. Saying so like he's there, it just just got to him. You know, got him in the moment. But um, just talking about how Darren Elkins uh, tension. He was just like, I, I didn't want to engage in his tension, and I was like, oh yeah, he really did a really good job of like moving out of the way and just picking his sniper shots and just giving Elkins the business. Oh. Um, it's weird though, because like a lot of people are like, Oh, a lot of people saying the cub is washed and he's this and that. And I was like, well, Elkins also is like, he's not a spring yeah. chicken. So, so right. 
Exactly. If this His nickname is the damage for a reason. He yeah, if this was a different. Um, if this was a different fighter, um, you know, not just okay, not okay. I'm not doubting Cub. I think he's a great fighter. I just think that um, I'm interested to see who he fights next because you know Elkins is a legend of the sport. Cub is a legend of the sport. So they're you know what I mean. Like it's kind of one of those things like where it's like oh yeah obviously. Um, so now it's like who does he move on? Who does he move on to? Oh, uh, I got interesting. Uh, inside, not inside, but you didn't watch the post show, right? Because I was yeah. talking about it. So, actually, two things. To circle back to what you said about the fucking wholesome interview interview with his kids. Megan O'Levy interviewed his daughter. I think her name's Royal. Oh. Yeah, so cute. She like they. It was uh like so they were doing the post show. They cut to the interview with Cub, then cut back to the studio. Then at one point later on. Megan Olivia comes in and she's like, Oh, I, I just gotta say, like, everyone here is like, we're like family. Like, it just, you know, they're kind of being sentimental about the last show of the year and holidays and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, And I just did my best interview, or whatever. And then they cut to the one with the the little girl. And she's like, Megan Olivia, like, got down her, like, knee, like, squatted down because she's so little. And she was like, What do you want for Christmas? And she was like, I, I wanna, uh, 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 a car, I think, or something like that. She says something like a like a toy car or something like that. She goes, mm-hmm. and a dog bone. Okay, bye. And like dropped the mic and ran. And, and, and like Megan Olivia was like, dude, it's worth looking it up. It's it's worth re like like on ESPN Plus you can like rewatch the post show. It's it's worth rewatching it just just for that. And for fucking Derek Lewis, we'll get, we'll get there when we get to the main event. But yeah, we'll get there. It was but, super uh, fucking awesome. Oh, in in that. In the actual interview with Cub, he said that he took inspiration from Aldo going down to 135, and he thinks he can make that cut. I got news for him. I'm wor- I'd be worried. And then again, we were all worried about Aldo, but I mean, I I, I, I don't know. But I if, mean, if he we can, got, we, we have, that's super we have, interesting because we, I, I want to see a Cub versus Aldo rematch. We like, have um. We have Dan too, talking about going down too to one uh, one forty five. He made a test cut though. Yeah, and and so, he said he was fine. I don't know. Like, it's just weird to think that these all these fighters are like yeah let's do it. I was like oh man. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So I don't know. We'll see if he stays at one forty five. Like there are fights, and but he's pretty much fought everybody. He's just gonna end up finding like some. I mean, maybe the same case to Banway, but at least it'll be. In like a new pool of guys like yeah. i was just say if he stays at 145 they're just gonna make him fight some young up-and-comer that's gonna knock him out to mm-hmm. build their name or whatever but like i don't know if he goes to, to 135 he could he could get a fight with frankie uh, re, uh, re, it would be a rematch he could get a rematch with aldo he could fucking mm-hmm. fight Cruz. like yeah it's great fights so many so many fights so many you know wec era fights that we never got to see would be open for him so yeah. let's see um all right well uh moving on to diego fajera versus matias gamrot well done on gamrot's yeah. part like and th- this is showing... the other one that i said was like luck- luckily for david because he picked M- matias by ko <laughs> they technically called it a ko due to injury a, t- a tko oh that's right that was this one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i, I, so I, I, was I like, only Wait, what? i, I yeah. have looked down at my, yeah. I think I was eating like snacks or whatever. I had looked down to grab a chip or whatever. 
when he did the kick to the rib that caused the injury and Diego was like, Oh, like trying to say yeah. the ref. So I just saw him slap on the choke and, and have him being like, whatever. Yeah. So I was like, what's going I on? I was like, yeah, I thought it was but, a sub. I was like, Oh, cool. And then I was like, wait, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I looked away too. And then I saw it and I was like, Oh yeah. And yeah, I mean, he must've honestly, he must've broke his rib or something. Cause the way yeah, that Diego was saying. like, he was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> I must've like punctured something. Um, you know, he was like, he was, all, he was visibly in pain afterwards. He was like, oh my God, like on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So, Super sad um, to see, but, but Mataus, I think this is pronounced, but Mataus Gamrock. Mataus, yep. He's the real deal, dude. That guy is fucking going places. 20 and 20 and one now. Yeah. Yeah. And the one is a controversial split decision, if I'm thinking correctly, or, or, it's a controversial decision anyway, whether it's split or unanimous is whatever. Right. Um, <coughs> how about uh, Ricky Simone with his uh, mullet given uh, Rafael Sunsau the How about him this? just having the mullet back in general? Like, I'm not like people on MMA Twitter seem to fucking love mullets for no reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, not all mullets are created equal. Let me, let That's me just true. say that. Roy Nelson, terrible fucking mullet. Travis Bozer okay mullet yeah, it's a, it's okay yeah. when tim elliott had his and ricky simone boom that's that's the pinnacle dude that's what you fucking want to see not one that makes me think you're like fucking i was about to say something disrespectful yeah but anyway okay. ricky simone the mullet was the source of his power and he came back worked Rafael Sassan. Yeah, I mean, but he also got that dick kick in the first eight seconds of the fight. <laughs> just kicked him right in the penis, and that was it. Wait, Ricky um, landed one, or he took one? He landed one. That's right. That's right. That's what I thought. Yeah, I I, I remember that now because uh, was referee Herzog? Who was the referee? No, I don't think it was Herzog. I think it was uh, Mark Smith. I think I could be wrong. Was it? It might have been Tonyoni. Oh yeah, maybe one of them. I'm mixing. I, I, them. I remember they're coming over and being like, "Listen, we." Bo- he knows it was unintentional. I know it's unintentional. Just be careful. I was like, the penis doesn't does, know that it's unintentional. Does she know but that? Yeah. <laughs> penis doesn't know that. Yeah, the penis is like, hey man, what the fuck? I'm just sitting here trying to dangle. While I'm, try to, I'm here trying to cup it up, dude. What's yeah, up? Just... <laughs> um, and I'm we can just... nap inside this cup. Yeah, we can just uh, we can just skip the next one. Is it Angela Hill? Yeah, bro. You already know how I feel. Like we talked about yeah, this. There, there, yeah, there's no. She got robbed. That's it. Yeah. Again. Uh. Yeah. It's. It's very sad. It's very sad. But it was. Hey, it got fight of the night, so she got another 50k, which I'm happy about because it definitely deserved it. Definitely um, deserved it. It was a ama- amazing fight. They were slinging oh, yeah. and banging really well. Um. You know, a lot of excitement. A lot of excitement on the main card, especially with this next fight. I'm just kidding. Um. Bro. Um. You know, like people don't like wrestling. All it's mixed martial arts. I get it. Uh, I really thoroughly don't understand all the Bilal hate. I think he's great. I mean, like I said, he's always been funny to me. I've, I've always loved all of his his comments mm-hmm. on the commentary booth. He's fine, but I just think his um, yeah. There's something about his off the cuff that's a lot better than his uh, than anything that he does in in the studio. Not to say that he doesn't deserve the opportunity. Just I've always thought he was an okay fighter and good good person. Yeah. Um. And honestly, last night he just put his skills on display, and he really, really uh, like shut down Wonder Boy. Um, but he's also, I, I realize this, only twenty and three. Yeah, 
And I'm pretty sure all those three losses were in the UFC. He lost to Alan Joban in his debut, took mm-hmm. it on short notice. Uh, that was also, you know, prime Joban, kind of. Uh, he lost to Jeff Neal, I think, took a fucking nasty head kick. And then I can't remember who the other one was, or maybe it was before the UFC, and I'm not remembering, but my man doesn't really lose a lot. Um, yeah. And, that said, and just, him calling for a title shot in his post fight, really like, Sit yeah. down, please. We're not, yeah. We're uh, not Leon, all day. I'm yeah. cool with that. Calling out Leon, but, but, that's but, but, great. But Leon needs the fucking title shot. Like, that's right. where, that's where I'm at with Leon. Right. I'm just saying. But, but yeah, I mean, he can get the rematch. Like, if, yeah, that's, if yeah, Leon loses one. that fight, give give Bilal his rematch. 100%. Because I mean, um, that's fine. But Kamara, I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You're all right. You're all right, dude. Yeah. You'll be all right in a little bit. Um, Yeah, bad call out. But um, let's. You know, let's get to our main event. I mean, I'm already oh, repping. How dude. can I not be repping on this day? I have to be repping. I have to yes. be repping Derek Lewis. I am representing the Rangers. Oh, I know yeah. he's a Houston boy, but ladies and gentlemen, uh, what? It's classic Derek Lewis. Uh, just a good, beautiful brawl mm. that Dawkins was trying to avoid and then just was like, I got to do something. And then that something was getting knocked out by Derek Lewis. The something you had to yeah. do was get knocked out. And yeah. it was amazing. Yeah, Derek he had Lewis, to had the the beautiful like arm cup like around uh, behind his head and just the like putting his the collar was, tie oh i loved it yeah just right into his face arm just cup. <laughs> arm cup right behind his head just punched him right in the damn head two times is it the technical term for that the arm it cup? is called the arm cup well anyway uh yeah it was the arm cup <laughs> <laughs> sorry arm cup yeah dude this was vintage Derek Lewis. This is what he's fucking known for. Like just coming in there and starching motherfuckers. Literally got the most records in the UFC. I love how he throw, threw shade on anyone else who is fucking taking PEDs. Loved like, it. I'm the first person to have this record that's clean. I was like, fuck. Yeah, it's dude. true. Yeah, even anyone that's even like remotely even close, I think have had some instances of people like, is that person clean? Yeah. So, and and he, he, you know, he, I love First of all, Derek also happens to be very humble uh, on top of the fact that he's very funny. Um, <laughs> talking about, I mean, everything that he does is so, is so entertaining. It's so fun. What yeah. a, what a great, what a great cap on 2021 with him, you know, just being like a humorous and, and fun and just talking about what he wants to do. Um, and like talking about only doing three round fights and like, he's like, I mean, I guess. And then, um, they asked him in the in the post fight and he was uh in, in the in the presser about like dana said you need to keep your phone he said you need to keep your phone on for the uh for the fight in january just in case with all the COVID stuff that cyril can't make it and he was like man i guess <laughs> he's like i <laughs> guess my he's like i guess my phone will be on i mean i guess i'll fight francis again but he was just like Man, no, I, I don't want to do fight. He's he's like you see Derek Lewis is co-main. I'm not doing a main event, which I love. But um, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, him. like classic Derek, just throwing the cup into the stands, getting the video. First of all, the camera cutting to the guy that did it, looking creepy as hell, grabbing it. Oh my god, um, I didn't see, but Derek Lewis said he he like pushed some lady out of the way to get it. <laughs> I think that was a joke, but still. It's oh. great. <laughs> it's still pretty funny it's still still amazing i'm taking his fucking gospel whatever yeah no it's really fucking funny that that dude i did that and that he fucking post show Mm -hmm. michael chiesa because in in the post fight interview 
after he said what I accurately predicted last week, obviously, I mean, let's let's what throw some NFT more and praise on me. Yep, NFT and his balls. All, all that. Um, you deserve all of it. It was really good. It was a really good call. I, like, bro, can you, like, first of all, I'm not an NFT guy. No. Don't know what it is. Do yeah. not want to know. Please do not try and explain to me. I've read so, about fucking blockchain and all the So accurate, all, Don't care. I had I had some inkling that he was just gonna fucking like make God I yeah inspiration struck I can't I can't like I just knew and you knew and I, it and it and it came to be you know yeah and so it is so it shall be you know like that's yeah. so so it is said by me so it shall be the fucking yeah and that's what yeah. it was and that's exactly what it was things. and honestly can I tell you something the fact that he said that I can almost guarantee you it's hap- <laughs> it, it's in the works by. By 2022, there will be an NFT of Derek Lewis's cup or something out there. I, I, hands down, without a doubt, I that's my prediction. It's gonna happen. Oh, okay, take it off his. Yep, cool, very smooth, the smoothest. Only our patrons will see that as you're hanging out in San Fran. You know what else this means, Leo? Oh, I can't wait. Because as much as I would love to take credit, maybe I'm not psychic. You know what's also a very, and I mean very legitimate possibility now? Mm. I'm going to lean in for effect. Okay. Derek Lewis listens to the show. Dude! Think about it! Think about it. Does he seem like an NFT guy to you? No. Think about it! Maybe that's a good point. Someone could, yeah. He got the earworm from us. Wow. All right. Well, if we have any any confirmation of that, we I think we'd just yeah. I don't know what I would do. I'd ask him on the show. I don't care. I ask him on the show. I'd fuck it. Uh now he probably doesn't want to go to the show. <laughs> I don't think he likes doing interviews. <laughs> probably Good. if he does, he'd probably be like, oh fuck, I'm not telling those motherfuckers. Um, yeah. but dude, <sighs> we Derek, if you're listening, we love you. Uh like be true to you. You're the best. That yeah, you're, you're really chaos. the best, and and his story is is so so great, and where he's come from, and everything that he's done, and and like even at the post uh, at the presser, he was talking about like you know this year really made me appreciate my family. I've always been like a family, you know, family guy. I've always loved my my family, but just really opened my eyes because they're always so supportive of me. And I was like, man, like he's funny and wholesome. It's so know, dude. great. It's the best, and it couldn't happen to a better guy. I'm happy that he he holds the record. And he was even saying, like, you know, there's a lot of guys that are active that are looking pretty good with this stuff. And but I don't know, man. It, God, ladies and gentlemen, prediction for 2022, Derek Lewis getting the get, getting the belt with the knockout again and just really, really oh, it would be the best. Anyway. Dude. Anyway, got that what a great fight card. Yeah, I, mean, I want I wanted to talk about another thing that I oh, started talking about before I talked about my amazing uh intuition. <sighs> the post show, Kiesa ask him he was like you mentioned in the in the post interview that you're going to jamaica with your wife what's that look like first of all kiesa it's a creepy question <laughs> but secondly i'm glad he asked it because it, <laughs> like i think he asked it and then karen Bryant was like yeah i'm kind of curious like what what are you gonna do like, what are, he goes uh, well let's just say i'm gonna need a lot of water because uh it's gonna be what <laughs> 
more than five rounds <laughs> like oh, something like man. that i was like dude <laughs> it's, it's too good it's just too good it's too good. It's, too good it's too funny he's taking the piss out of everyone and you have to appreciate it you have to appreciate you have to appreciate, appreciate the level of it the level that it's done and the level that he does it it's great his his blase nature of how he talks about everything is so funny and i love when interviewers like what do you think about that he's like i don't really care <laughs> it's so good it's so it's so good it's always on point it's always it's on always point. on point and just everything you've ever needed so what a great way to end 2021 with a huge knockout from Derek lewis becoming the knockout king of the entire ufc and rightfully so and what a great way to end this first segment as we now take a break. And we are back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the forum starts now. <laughs> and, um, our first question is from the homie Rhino. Hey, Juice and Leo, it's your homie Rhino from the Combat Sports with Rhino podcast. So, Juice and Leo, on SNL many years ago, Michael Buble did a really funny skit where he was singing Christmas songs and he was doing duets with various other artists being played by SNL cast members. And it was, it's really funny and it, it has uh, stuck with me all these years later. So, if you guys were doing a friendly sparring pod Christmas duets album, Leo, you're going to do three, and Juice, you're going to do three with a high level MMA fighter most likely a UFC fighter. What song are you going to be singing? Who are you doing the duet with? And then is it going to be an original written by you guys, or is it going to be a cover of one of the classics? So yes, the Friendly Sparring Pod Christmas album, the duets album, three by Leo, three by Juice, and a UFC or other high-level MMA fighter. And then what kind of song, or what song is it going to be? Talk to you guys later. Dude, this question is so good. And if you guys haven't uh, seen this is this bit before the sketch on SNL, I hadn't until I uh, heard Ryan's question. And I fucking love Michael Buble, so I was like, "Oh shit, I have to watch this." (laughs) I literally just found it by going like Michael Buble SNL Christmas duet or something like that. Yeah, so good. It's good. It's mostly Jimmy Fallon. Not gonna lie, and like sometimes Fallon can be like hit or miss, annoying. Yeah, yeah, hit or miss, and also. Luckily, that was like a pre-recorded thing. Like sometimes SNL's live, sometimes they do the pre-recorded things. That was pre-recorded because like Fallon breaking is like Fallon, the most Fallon live is, yeah, is yeah, pretty, is, pretty he's pretty bad. But he he's all he's he's good. I will give him this. Like he's good at doing impressions of of like musical artists. Like he does Certain a good. He's yeah. a really good Bob Dylan, which I don't mm-hmm. think he's in that sketch. But he did fucking Sting, and it was like Fallon. <laughs> it was really yeah, good. Really funny. Uh, but anyways. I got my list, Leo. Should I go first? Yeah, go ahead and go first, please. Okay. So the first... By the way, only one of these UFC fighter right now. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, and I may think of more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm going to let you go. And then I may think of more because I, for some reason, forgot. He said I, we could do original, but you mentioned you have one. Around. I was like, oh, shit, original. Maybe I'll think of someone else. Mm-hmm. But... um. Uh, 
Fyodor Emelianenko, the greatest heavyweight of all time, mm-hmm. besides Stipe, it's debatable, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Fedor, the GOAT. And the only song you can sing with Fedor is fucking Silent Night. I love it. I'll be singing Silent Night. And here's, here's, here's Fedor's part. He's going to fucking be holding a little triangle. You know, the little, little metal uh-huh. triangle yep. with the yep. stick that you dig? Yep. And it's going to be like, Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Ding! I love it. That's it. Every fucking few lines or whatever. Ding! <laughs> Can you imagine fucking Fedor with that deadpan motherfucking like, <laughs> with the triangle yeah absolutely yeah all right and then i had to get my girl peggy knuckles in on this you know yeah, of the lovely my queen ms kayla harrison gotta love it and uh the song i would like to sing with her would be santa baby because it's like a little bit of like santa baby yeah, a little shouldery. Yeah, got it. Yeah, sure. I'm swinging. It's not shoulder. A little in the shoulders. Yeah, a little, yeah. little in the hips, too, uh, which you couldn't see. Yeah. Um, but don't tell me it's good. But anyways, let's keep going. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the last one I chose was uh, Brian Ortega because okay. um, I wanted to sing a song in Spanish, you know, Feliz Navidad, the one I chose. And I was like, great Ooh. choice. Would be, and then I remembered um, our friend Kevin used to date this girl. We were not a fan of her. Um, <laughs> wow, wow. If he ever sorry. listens, can't wait. Wow. First of all, Ke- Kevin is the least supportive friend. Uh, he, oh, he never, never listened. Even more wow. <laughs> in, terms of, in terms of listening to our shit, he would, ne- he would never in a million years listen to our podcast. Also, she would never in a million years listen to this podcast. Like, that's the most important thing. Uh, but, any- but anyway, dude. Um, we love Kevin, by the way. I'm not throwing shit on Kevin. Yeah, he's great. I love Kevin. He's just not good at supporting our podcast. He was like, I fucking hate podcasts. I'm, fuck you. You're stupid for having a podcast. I love it. All right. She used to work. Uh, at, I don't know if she was like an intern or PR something for like Telemundo. And Brian Ortega's friend was on a show. And so he was like, he just came to be a part of it. And he said, and she said he was like backstage, like playing guitar and singing to them, and that he had a good voice. I mean, there's clips of him, like I've seen him playing like La Bamba, mm-hmm. playing, so I knew he could play and stuff, and they can kind kind of sing. Mm-hmm. Would fucking love to sing Philly Summer with Brian Ortega. I love it. Those are yeah. great choices. I like that a lot. Hell yeah, dude. Um, what are your choices, Leo? Okay, so. My first one uh, would be uh, an original written by me and my um, my du- duet, my partner, my duet partner. Um, and the song would be called. Um, <clears throat> the song would be called. Uh, Why do I feel like I know what this is? The song would be called. Uh, Grandma got shit on by me. <laughs> My my partner would be Justin Kish. Fuck yeah, dude. You have to write that, dude. 
you have to write that song <laughs> so that's I'll my first it. one that's my first one just because uh well it pretty much writes itself almost um at least perspective wise uh yeah she doesn't have to really think too far about it so we don't we don't either because we we saw Write it. what you know that's yeah. what they say exactly and she knows it very she actually she knows she it knows better it than intimately. any she knows it better than anyone in the ufc yeah besides maybe Yo Romero, but he's not in the ufc anymore because he's fucking gone because he cock out his pants idiot <laughs> Okay, enough of that. I said no more just in case jokes that I couldn't resist. All right, my next one, ladies and gentlemen, me, Yuri Prohaska, the little drummer boy. Oh my god, dude. But every time the parumpa pump pum hits, he's hitting the tree. Could you imagine that? Just yes. watching him be like bra, 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 like bra, 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 yeah. yeah, exactly. Fucking tree. 500 times and for a very incredibly low-hanging fruit me and john jones singing white christmas ladies and gentlemen <laughs> the lowest fruit hanging i could have gotten was me and john jones singing white christmas because obviously that's what he's dreaming of obviously but also pain. still dreaming about that because he's very apologetic and not shitting on chael sonnen for beating up someone last night oh dude he <laughs> Yeah, way to make a tweet saying, "Oh, I I'm not gonna dance on your grave," while dancing on his fucking grave. Like, anyway. So those are my three Christmas songs. They'll be out next year sometime. Dude, fuck! I love that grandma got shit on by me. I don't. Yeah, it's not going anywhere next year. It's... You could even write that as a fucking parody to to Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Like, yeah, of Grandma course. Got shit in by shit on by just in case. Yep. On and in the octagon, UFC. UFC. Yep. Yep. We already got it. It's already there. It's already. It's written. already there. It's yeah. already and there. Then, that might and be a, a little Patreon. Dr- <clears throat> like... might be a Patreon special. <laughs> and. Uh... <laughs> And uh, like I said, little drummer boy with with Yuri Prohaska just hitting the shit out of that tree with the pad on it. I mean, and can you, dude? Here's what I, here's what I envisioned when you said that. I was trying to get, but you moved on. <laughs> if we did, if if this was like a like a if we filmed a commercial for it, like in the Michael Blue Blue Blay sketch, mm-hmm. you would they would show Yuri Yuri hit the tree, and he, like. Like my, how Michael Bublé was like super confused out of most of them. Like, like, bro, what the fuck is going on? And he just goes, I have to. <laughs> the whole time. Like, Why are you in the tree? I have to. <laughs> I have to. I have to. Anyway. Guys, if you haven't fucking seen Yuri Prohaska's interview. Training yet. On, well, yeah. If you haven't seen the training video, go watch that. But then also... The interview on Ariel where he explains that and he's like, and Ariel's like, Why are you hitting that tree? And he's like, I have to. In that same interview, Ariel Hawani asks him about the Rockage fight, whether or not it's been offered, because fucking Rockage pot stirring ass tweeted at Ariel Hawani. He was like, Oh, you have Yuri on? Ask him why he declined to fight me or whatever. And then Yuri goes through a whole thought process in his head you could you can almost like see the wheels turning in his head and, he, and, and and hear in his voice of like where he's getting that there and then takes a shit all over racket what he's like 
Hmm. Did I get offered that fight? I don't think so. My manager would have told me. My manager usually tells me. I got offered something, and we're talking about the title right now. So he's a liar. He's a bullshit liar. I don't want anything to do with it. Like, he just fucking goes off. It is so good. It is so good. You have to watch it. Hey, can I, I mean, like, yeah. Oh, we got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff to talk about while on our year-end show. Anyway, we got a right lot now, of stuff to talk about. Thank you so much for that question. We always appreciate your questions on this show. They always make us think outside the box. And yeah, it sends yeah. the most amazing questions. <clears throat> the the uh, amazing show this week. I just listened to it because um, we record later in the day. Um, part of my my prep for for doing the show is usually depending on what I'm doing at five times to listen to Ryan's show. Like I I literally just finished it right when it was time to record. So it worked out perfectly. Um, so yeah, you guys go check out Combat Sports with Rhino. It's the best. All right, let's go to our next question. Yeah. Uh, so we got a um, a DM from from Jimmy the Drunk, and it's fire. And he says, "So Connor thinks he's getting a title shot in his next fight, and sadly, it's quite possible." The only way to go, in my opinion, is a mini tournament with Dustin versus Nate and Tony versus Connor. Winners fight each other next. Those wouldn't be the best wins on paper, but at least the winner of that mini tournament is coming off two wins and now more deserving of a title shot. That's a good point. Also, in the meantime, Charles could possibly get in one or two more title defenses. And if he survives, that he would be lined up for an easier fight for big money against one of those four fucking what do you think about that leo i mean uh i, I sign me up obviously of yeah. course 100 percent. but you know the way the ufc works it's just like it obviously couldn't happen but i i do love the idea um although i would honestly i would, I would that's switch pretty it. realistic in my opinion because first of all <clears throat> we talked about last week we want to see dustin versus nate yeah. And so many other people do. Yeah. Recently, Dan said, uh, if the fans want it, I, I guess we'll try and make that fight. And I both mean, guys he are said that so many it. times before. He has, but like. This one at least has something to it. Hopefully. Yeah. No, exactly. I think it has legs. I'm not saying definitely it's going to happen. There's probably like hurdles and negotiations. Like last time, one of the reasons they didn't fight was like, well, wanted more what's money already and- been stopped is a January fight with them too. That's already been stopped. Because Nate well, it's literally, too, it's too no, soon. he no, but he even said he said they wouldn't pay him enough money. Is what the, it was what he said. And even Dustin was like, yeah, maybe not one seventy, but one seventy, uh, two seventy one. Sorry, did yeah, two, two not yeah. two seventy, but two seventy one. He's like maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah, Nate was like they weren't going to pay me enough. So yeah, I mean we'll see. Um, and honestly, I think they can make Connor versus Tony like similar to how. Uh, after the Habib fight, they gave Connor fucking cowboy. Like, let's be honest, where Tony's at right now, he's cowboy. Mm-hmm. He's cowboy, yeah. He, he's cowboy. Yeah. yeah. Tony, imagine if the instead of El Kukui, they said cowboy, like, fighting out of the red corner, a mixed martial artist that stands five feet tall and ten inches. He is fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he is fucking crazy. He holds That's the it. belt in being absolutely insane. Tony, <laughs> uh, fucking glorified cowboy. Ferguson. Glorified cowboy. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah, I think 
don't know. Part of me wants uh, part of me wants Connor and Dustin first, but I understand why. I don't want Con- you want to see Connor and Dustin. I just want to. I just want everything Dustin to be put Nate? to bed. It's already been. It's already been put to bed. No, I really do. But he broke his fucking leg, dude. <laughs> yeah, I want to see him break it again. Break I was saying, if 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 they do a fourth fight, I absolutely want to see Connor get his ass beat again. Like I, I'm fine yeah, with that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I watch, would watch, we need it, but like, do we I need, need it definitively? To? Oh. Yeah, I guess. Um, and and honestly, the 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 Connor versus Tony fight intrigues me. I've always wanted to see that fight, and um, yeah, I don't know. That's fair. Fucking interesting. Yeah, it is. To Fucking say interesting. Least. What a great question, Jimmy. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and we got a text from our boy Phil, MMA dude, co-host of Split Decision Podcast. They're back. Go check them out. And um, I'm just <laughs> bro. On his last, his the last episode was so good. Um, first of all, he gave us an awesome shout out, which I thought was which I thought was amazing. And then he fucking he fucking said his dad has a perverted crush on Rose. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I'm saying a perverted crush on Rose, and that was so fucking funny. I was laughing my ass off. It was like like I think fucking asked some asked him a question or whatever. He's like, Well, I talked about you know, my oh, I think they were talking about like like fighters that have like mainstream casual appeal like who don't from people who don't watch fights and everyone agreed like oh yeah they know who connor is or they know who dustin is or something like mm-hmm. that and he was like my dad knows rose namiudas because he has a perverted crush on her <laughs> it's, it's, it gets funnier the more i say it to be honest with you but his question is uh after last night what is bilal's ceiling you know something crazy? Like, I don't know. Because um... if you ask me to like, and I know this is MMA math, but but hear me out. Quick math. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you ask me like who's a better fighter, Bilal Muhammad or Gilbert Burns, I would say Gilbert Burns. Um, like he just <laughs> he's he's a bit more well-rounded he can submit people he can knock people to fuck out he can also win a decision be able to just like racking up points and things like that and control time like he did with wonder boy like you know mm-hmm. Bilal beat wonder boy worse than gilbert did and like he yes. he mauled him and, uh, i was not expecting that like we talked about this beforehand i think we talked about it on the show like i was expecting something like the vicente luque fight or the fucking Mosfetal fight, like a just a just a out class, out fucking whatever. Bilal was hearing none of that. He he took him down. And be just, they could have stopped it in that first round. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They yeah. could have stopped it in the first round. Like and like, I I texted you after that. I was like, well, he survives. Let's yeah. Fucking. Oh shit, dude. But but yeah. So what's Bilal ceiling? First of all, he's in the one of the toughest divisions. It's like not just because the the top ten and top fifteen is so good, but also because the champion is literally the pound for pound number one right now. Mm-hmm. Like if they're like when John Jones was the pound for pound number one, like two hundred five is a weak division otherwise. So mm-hmm. there's room for guys to like beat each other, get uh, you know get a title shot, like whatever. You're in a fucking division of killers, and you have the pound for pound number one. So so that's tough to answer. Like 
I think he could potentially beat Leon. Like, yeah. Now knowing what I know, I mean the 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 first fight with Leon was not going his way, but no. it also was on short ish notice. I think he could turn it for like four weeks or something. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, like I said, if 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 Leon actually gets his title shot and lose it, yeah, um, that's probably yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> that's saw, probably I saw it. Harry Andrew, um, friend friend of the show, who also is an Angela Hill hater, so. We gotta throw some shade for that, but he, he had a, a great tweet that was like, um, like uh, rolling his eyes at Bilal or whatever and saying, "Fucking," he's like, "Ugh, this guy, fucking whatever." Feed him to Hamzat, and I was like, "Oh, would watch." Yeah, of course. I just think I think I think the rematch might be yeah, probably like with Leon to be like in top three is probably where his ceiling is gonna be. Yeah, I mean. He beat Wonderboy, so he's going to be in the top five, assumingly. Right. You know what's a good fight, too? Um, Bilal versus Neil Magny. Yeah, I was going to say that. Um, and, I, yeah. and I think Neil, Neil, Neil was, like, number seven or number nine or something like that. Or Bilal was number – was Bilal number nine or was he number 11? No, that Bilal, was Bilal 11 is Hamzat. Yeah. Oh, but no. Yeah, Bilal was 10, yeah. Okay, 10. I think, I think Neil Magny was, like, number seven. He is. So if you you got your position by jumping over that guy, you should fight that guy. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I think that's a good one. But but as far as like how far oh, yeah. Bilal can get, but, I'm but almost far, positive. Yeah. yeah, I'm almost it's, positive. It's top five. I think, like, he, can, I think five. he could win against Leon. Um, I think it's I think he has top three potential. Just well, yeah. I mean, it it, it that that's a tough call for me because. If Leon is ranked three, and assuming that he keeps that rank, he could beat Leon. He would take that rank. But do I think he's the top third welterweight in the world? Like I don't know. Hmm. Not yeah, yeah. Because be you cool. got. But I mean, like, I don't think he's better than Colby, even though I hate to okay. say that. I there. don't think he's better than Gilbert Burns. Okay. Like I said that before, even though he beat Wonder Boy worse. Thank you, reverse it. Yeah, it's it's. Would there be anyone? I mean, yeah. <clears throat> uh, like I said, he could be three. He, that's a fair point by you. He could be, that would be his ceiling, in my opinion. Then, yeah, yeah I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's it. But and and, we'll, and if if he does beat Leon, he would probably would get a title shot. So I guess you could say like title contender would be his ceiling. Mm-hmm. Right. Also, interesting enough, I don't think he would beat Luke. That's fair. He could. I mean, he could. That would be a fucking great fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Luke has like good jujitsu enough to like be able to defend any sort of takedowns with with a threat of a submission or whatever. And he'll just fucking brawl the fuck out of him. Just I don't. I don't know. You never know. Bilal could win that fight. It's 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 worth visiting, in my opinion. But a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, thank you for the question. Yeah, thank you, Phil. Go, like, guys, go check out Split Decision Podcast if you haven't already. Although I would and think most of our listeners probably do listen to that show, even though most of their listeners don't listen to our show, which is fine. Yeah, even though they follow me, which is fine. Not that big. All right, and then our our we have one last question, I believe. One last. Yeah, from our fucking fight pick winner. Yeah, Dave L. So he sent a text to me. Um, <clears throat> right now or just a few uh, just a few like an hour ago um he said josh emmett is obviously just jared nomack 
the mutated vampiric antagonist from Blade 2. Which other UFC fighters are actually just cover identities for famous characters, monsters, or mythological beasts? Thanks, guys. Love the show. And uh, he also, for our patron viewers, um, hold on, sorry. I'm going to get the. Uh, that's Josh Emmett and yeah, the character visual, from bro. Blade. And it's pretty accurate. I'm not going to lie. They look incredibly similar. Um, so, you know, just look People that up. People also used to say he looks like powder. <laughs> That's pretty good. But my my two uh, of who I think that um, look like, you know, characters or, you know, um, Sean Woodson looks like Slenderman. <laughs> so there's that. And then also uh, Leon Edwards looks like the worm from Richard Scary. This is such a good question. And I'm having such a hard time. Well, I mean, we all we finding well, an answer. The, no, you have you have one. We have one. It's the guy who looks like uh, '80s uh, Eddie Murphy. Yes, <laughs> Dwight Grant. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is a fucking time loop version from another universe of a, of '80s Eddie Murphy. Decided to become an MMA fighter. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and, oh, what's your name? My name be uh Dw- Dwight Grant. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. Eddie Murphy. Yeah uh eddie murphy uh, yeah uh and oh and also andre you're looking like charlie chaplin just found that one out too <laughs> just so. found that one out just figured that one out for me i'm really trying to think of any other fighters oh and then yuri prohaska being any villain in any anime yes. show of all time god man that picture is so badass anyway dave l thank you for the question bro we don't have any fights to talk about for next week but also, I did look up the, the first fight of 2022. And how sad would it be, and I feel so bad, if Calvin Cater took the beating that he did for Max Holloway and then fights Chikadze oh. and gets fucked up by him at the top of the year. Like, Are they the first fight of the night on that pay-per-view? They're the headliner of January 15th, my dog. Oh, that's before the pay-per-view? That's right. Oh, shit. Okay. So at the yeah, top of the year, that's right. Calvin Cater. A year later. A very, a very high chance oh, that we're, we're going to see Cater also get fucked up again. Dude. Uh, so, Dude. yeah. Um, but other than that, we don't really have any other other fights to talk about. We had a great 2020, 2021 year of, of shows. And thank you guys for always listening to us. And we will be back on yeah. January 2nd with, well, January 2nd, January 3rd for non-patrons um, with our recap. We gotta, we're going to be texting each other about, mm-hmm. you know, what awards we're going to be talking about, what, what our pin, you know, all of our opinions on, on, mm-hmm. you know, best, worst all that stuff we got a lot we got big list coming up and dave l is also going to be on that it's going to be a pretty long yes. episode i dave, think start I'm compiling sure. your uh your list of, of favorites for things like we'll we, 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 got, we like, gotta come yeah we gotta you know, compile we, the we, list of we, what we're gonna be talking well, the, about. Uh, yeah the categories but obviously like i said like fight of the year fighter of the year yeah male and female yeah. Uh, knockout of the year, submission of the year, like all the kind of standard stuff. I was so yeah. we'll have some other fun ones too, but like absolutely, 100%. you know, we get, we're gonna be start thinking of the fun ones. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, 
I'm, I'm stoked. I, I'm really stoked. This was a great, um, this has been awesome. I mean, you know, starting in February of, last, of this year and going all the way to now, it's been great, you know, chatting with Juice every Sunday and it's, it's awesome. I love, I love doing this. And before we head out, we definitely have to shout out the patrons that are, we get people joining all the time, which is great. Yeah. Go on. Even, even before that, Leo, I just want to say, I was thinking about it. Like this is going to be our last show of the year. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope everyone listening has a fucking great Christmas. Absolutely. And on that note, especially talking about the patrons, I, I had an idea to do like a secret Santa within the patrons. Only like I want to say like four people, maybe even three. Uh, no, I think it was four. Okay. Um, said they would do it, which is a good enough number. Like we were. I completely dropped the ball on it. Like, it's just kind of too late at this point. So I, I have to, like, just apologize to everybody for that. Um, but if it, everyone, like, still wants to do it and it would just be late, like, let me know. Otherwise. That's fair. You know, we'll put it to rest and chalk it up as a massive L for me for fucking that entirely up. But that's okay. Because we love you anyway. Oh, well, I love you too. Um, but yeah, and I, and I love and I love every single person listening right now. So, hug yourself. You're great. Um, yeah, and I hope you have an amazing Christmas. I hope you get the thing you wanted. I already got my Christmas present. I couldn't fucking wait. Uh, my mom was kind of upset because I was like, uh, you know what I want for Christmas this year? Like, because I'm notoriously bad for getting gifts. Because I want, I think a gift like comes from the heart and. Absolutely. Like, I don't care if it's not something I wanted. Like, I'd rather be, like, surprised or whatever. And, and you know what I mean? It's, like, from the heart. I also, like, don't let myself want things usually. Mm-hmm. Like, I just stick with necessities and just whatever. But this show, I was like, I need a new Switch game. Like, I, I haven't gotten a Switch game in, like, basically the whole year. I was like, I want the new Pokemon. I want Shi- Shining Pearl. Yeah, it's brilliant diamond or shining pearl, and I chose shining pearl. I was like, I want it. And then one day I was like, I was having a bad day. I just went to the store and I fucking bought it. I was just like, I did your Christmas shopping for you. <laughs> so I just treated myself early, and that's my Christmas present. So good. Yeah, it's great, by the way. And I have sure. to give a, a special. We're about to shout out my anyway because the patrons, but uh, a special shout out to our homie Brian Pichet of the mm-hmm. All Things Nintendo podcast because. Without that show, A, I wouldn't have known about it because I don't really keep up with the world of, of video games. And so I'm just especially grateful for that. I mean, I would have seen like advertisements probably at some point, but not enough to make people grab for that. And and just like they talked about it on the show and just other things that got me really back into it. And I'm fucking right now the the Veilstone gym leader is kicking my ass. She's got a fucking and, and so far the gym leaders are all women, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if they're all going to be women. I didn't, I didn't play the original because it's a, it's a remake revamp of um, Pokemon Pearl edition or whatever, but they're just calling it shining Pearl. I never played the original um, kicking my ass. She's got a, a Pokemon it starts with an L it's like a newer one that I don't really know about. At least it was new probably at the time. I don't know whatever fucking past the original 150. Got I have it. no idea what yeah, the no idea. are. Yeah. Um, has this move and it's a fighting gym by the way it's like you know they have the thing it's like the fighting type pokemon like machoke machamp whatever yeah yep. has a move called drain punch 
And almost all of my Pokemon, no matter what type they are, fucking super effective on, Great. immediately kills them. And the idea of Drain Punch is that it, it's like, you know, Mega Drain or Absorb or whatever, if you're familiar, like you do damage and you absorb their health and you fucking recover. So even if oh, I like... Sweet. Like, I'll throw in my fucking Psyduck. I'll hypnotize it, fucking put that bitch to sleep, land a few moves. But the, my moves are not super effective, so their health is, like, yeah, still still have some left. Wake mm -hmm. up, use Drain Punch, kill me, instantly heal. It is so fucking frustrating, <laughs> dude. I'm so fucking... Gotta, anyway, gotta, had gotta to vent about that. Yeah, I'm happy that you vented. That's what this episode is about. It's about us venting and talking about how much we love Pokemon. And speaking of this episode, uh, normally we try and find a, a, a title that comes from like some bit in the episode. Yep. I, I texted him last night. I was like, you know, the title of this episode, it's got to be Mystic Juice, right? 100%. There's no fucking way it's yeah. not. You don't, you don't ever. Or, how about this, Lee? I'm calling it Audible. I love it. What if it's Derek Lewis listens to this podcast? Oh, yeah. I think that might be it. Yeah. Now that's it. I mean, you obviously know what by the oh, you should yeah, you should definitely say Derek obviously listens or Derek Lewis listens to this podcast, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Well, fucking a um before we get on into here, uh while I'm queuing up, why don't you plug your socials? Anything you got going on you want to share? Yeah, uh Please follow me at LeoGH2113 on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can also find me on Facebook and all that jazz. Um, and not really much else going on. I'm going to be in um, Massachusetts hanging out with my son um, and having a good uh, Christmas time, New Year's time over there. Um, so, yeah, please. Uh, also, uh, as you know, we're, we're heavy uh, mental health advocates remember our doors are always open to, to talk about that stuff chat about that stuff um, we're here for you guys as much as you guys are here for us so we got to thank you for the support and juice is going to shout out our patrons right now yes special thank you to the the people who who may make this show possible i, I say it all the time you know you you give us the motivation to do this show um we're we're gonna take off uh, well, obviously, ne next week is Christmas. There's going to be no show for Christmas because that's would be fucking criminal if we did a show on Christmas. Like, what the fuck? But we're definitely doing one the week after because it's going to be starting the year. We're going to do a year-end awards, like we mentioned. And then there's a gap in fights where we were just going to take that off. But I was like, we, we got to do something for the patrons. Like, So if you're finding yourself uh, with, a, with a lack of MMA content um, and you want to join uh, to get some of that content... Go to patreon.com slash friendly sparring. Gotta love it. Um, so so here it is. Uh, here, here are the people that make this possible. Callum, APB, Sandy Pants, Alex from Jersey, T Cross, Filthy Casual, Fee, Dave L, the champ, Phil the MMA dude, Jimmy the drunk, Tricky Dick, Mix the Man, Anonymous. I was about to be like super coy when I say that anonymous. I'm the only one who knows. Leo doesn't even know. Yeah, that's um, David Everett, wholesome MMA. Brian Shea, Dave, aka Nobby Buckles, and we gotta have a warm welcome to our newest patron. We said last week that we're getting almost close to have a 
uh, intramural two. baseball team. Two baseball teams. Two baseball teams. Yeah. Two baseball teams. Nine on nine. Yeah. And I text Leo during this week when this new when this new Patriots sign up. I said we have our two baseball teams. I love it. Extra shout out to Super Manly Nick, uh, one of my favorite people on the timeline. He's fucking awesome. Met him and his dad and his lady in Houston. Uh, nice. When we went to the fucking fights there, super fucking awesome, and we had some bomb vegan food, dude. It was from, I think I said this at the time, Mo Better Brews, something like yeah, that. Oh my god, oh my yeah. god, dude, it was so good. Ah, <sighs> well, thank you guys for listening in 2021, and we hope to have you guys back for 2022. And Leo, I would be remiss if I did not mention 